0: want to welcome everyone to the very first podcast of CurlyGrisos.com. My name is Liza and today I have the honor of introducing a fellow curl mate, curl friend, um, Christine from TimelessCurls.com. Christine is looking fabulous today. Hi Liza. (laughs) How are you? I'm great, how are you? Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, anytime, definitely. Um, So, um, Really excited because this is, you know, the very first podcast for CurlyCrisos.com and I'm really proud to share this moment with you today. Um, so, um, extremely nervous, but I think it's just the excitement of this, um, of this journey that we're embarking. Um, so, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me, how long have you been natural and, you know, did you big
1: chop or did you transition? I've been natural since 2008. I did do the big chop, not mm-hmm. willingly, <laughs> just kind of off of life circumstances. Um, I permed from 4th grade, mm-hmm. from 4th grade I got my first perm and I permed all the way until um, I would say my sophomore year of college. Wow! And uh, throughout the years I experimented heavily with weaves and extensions, I was very into my hair and changing up my look. like. And I was always the do it yourself girl, so that's kind of where I made a lot of my mistakes mm-hmm. <laughs> with my hair. But uh, the first, my big chop came from a really bad perm that I got. It was one summer, um, I was going to Miami and I had just gotten a perm and uh, went on vacation. And of course, with the chlorine and the seawater, it did not make a good chemical reaction in my hair on vacation was falling out. No. Yes. <laughs> no. So I, you know, literally in the hotel room I'm roller-setting my hair, which who does that on vacation? But, you know, we're young. Which I was young. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so I I literally started seeing my hair fall out in my hands and I was just so nervous about it. I didn't... I just wanted to get to the salon as soon as I can and I got back home. Um. So I got back home. I went to go see... Uh, the lady who does my hair, she's like, you have you have two options. You either let it grow out or you got to cut it off. Right. And I didn't do it that day. I definitely went home to think about it because, you know, I've always, I never really had really long hair, but I've had some kind of length. And at this point, it was like, I didn't even know who I was looking at in the mirror anymore. Right. And we are so possessive over our hair yes. length.
0: It's like something that takes so long to achieve
1: and you just want to hold on to it. as long
0: as possible
1: very true very true so it took me about a week and then i went back to her and i eventually chopped my hair off i did an asymmetrical (laughs) cut and this is back when rihanna came out with her haircut Mm -hmm. so it was like the cool thing and that kind of helped me because it was like in style at the time So, I did an asymmetrical asymmetrical haircut, and for a year after that, I continued to cut my hair. Mm -hmm. So, I never let it grow out fully. I just kept the short hairstyle, which was fun. I liked it. And then, um, you know, eventually, because maintaining short hair does become a little costly, I decided to let it grow out. Mm -hmm. And this was, um, one of my favorite actresses is Tracy Ellis Ross. Love her. And, uh... I was following her on Twitter, just you know, and just admiring her hair, and I said, "This is the hair that I want. This is what I want eventually to mm-hmm. look like, you know, when my hair grows out." And ever since then, I just I let it grow out.
0: So I read this really good article
1: um,
0: on Curly Nikki, which you know I love her content, and. Um, she had mentioned that there were mistakes when you have curl envy. Yes. (laughs) And I know I've experienced this with, you know, with looking at mahogany curls, which is one of the very first, you know, vloggers that I started to follow. And I wanted my hair to look just like hers. And I would buy all the products that she used and nothing. It was bad. Yeah. It was so bad. So tell me, so... I know that you've experienced this also where, you know, you're learning how to deal with short hair. Mm-hmm. You're learning how to deal with this new texture. You know, what What are your experiences with some of these products? Like, what's your go-to product? Your staple never
1: fails. My go-to product that has yet to fail me, I would say, is the I.C. Hair Gloss. Mm-hmm. I use it a lot. I use it to detangle as a... Um, like after conditioning, mm-hmm. uh, and I use it to style mm-hmm. when I'm styling my dry hair or when my hair is dry. Um, my my go-to's, I would say, would be that everything else kind of just varies <laughs> depending on my mood. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the butters, Shea Moisture, but um, Kids Butter. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I use the kid kitty products, but they, it works best on my hair. <laughs> so um, I would say Shea Moisture butters and definitely the, the gloss, but Back to what you were saying about like the hair envy and just not, you know, just realizing your trap. Right, realizing your own hair type is very important because we see, you know, all these beautiful girls out on social media and they have like these beautiful cor- curls. But it was very important for me to know my own curl type, and I think if I had learned that a little bit earlier, I might be a little bit more further along in my hair growth mm-hmm. process. But um. What I would do is I would straighten my hair a lot and then use the rollers mm-hmm. to get that big curl effect and I don't think that was a great thing for my hair.
0: So you were still applying heat to your hair after after your transition? Yes.
1: Okay, I think that's a mistake that a lot of us make. Yes, I was definitely um, applying heat and I did not know that when you when you apply heat and it damages curly hair, it's like starting all over. I, I didn't know that and it took me a while to, un- it, it took me maybe two or three times to understand that I was mm-hmm. da- doing more damage to my hair than helping it in its growth process. Because we're in a rush to see the length, we're right. in a rush to see the progress mm-hmm. and that's all in our heads just coming from, you know, transitioning is the straight hair, we want to see that straight hair again. and. I just had to get comfortable with, one, not always having my hair perfect, Mm -hmm. because, you know, with curls, you really, you surrender to your hair. It's like some days you just let it, you have to let it, you know, be itself.
0: That is a great quote, surrender to your hair, (laughs) because at the end of the day, it really does dictate your look. Um, I know you're trying to go for a certain look in the morning and it just doesn't work out. And you just have to sit back and be like, okay, so what does look good? Yes. (laughs) Okay, so you know what? Putting a headband on it looks good Mm -hmm. instead of letting it, you know, out. Then that's what we'll do. And being able to
1: accept it and moving on with it. um, I think that you hit it on the nail. Um, You can't, because you end up doing more damage trying to contain it or make it do something that it it just Mm -hmm. is not, is not meant to do. So I think think that's accurate.
0: (laughs) So I know we talked about some of the products that you enjoy using, like the IC Gloss and the Shea Moisture. I mean, I love Shea Moisture also. Um, I feel like uh, their shampoos and their conditioners work well for me and my hair is also prone to, you know, to loving the butters and the creams and whatnot. And I think that's why, I think that's why I don't get a good wash and go or a good twist out because a lot of people apply gel and, um, you know, other alcohol-based products. I have a ton of gray, which um, sometimes you can see, um, but they're there and um, they're taking over. Um, So, how does your hair react to, um, do you have any reactions to gel, I mean, does it work to your favor?
1: I don't use gel a lot when I when I'm leaving my hair out curly mm-hmm. I use gels when I'm putting it up in a ponytail and I only use it for your edges For my edges yeah that's the only time I really use gel Um going back to the wash and goes I do see a lot it just the gel does not work with mine either Same here yeah. I don't know what it is I would just agree. like when I do my wash and goes I, I don't like to put much product because then my hair just gets weighed down mm-hmm. and At the same time, I just have to understand my hair will be very big that day. By the end of the day, my hair is just going to be huge.
0: Right. I mean, you gave me a great suggestion, um, like, in the beginning of the summer in regards to wash and goes, And um, I've, you know, I've applied that suggestion, which is, you know, know, washing your hair and then making, you know, um, chunky twists. Yes. Applying the product and making chunky twists and just letting it set for like 40 minutes, 45 minutes and then letting them out and let it be free. That's great for like one day. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> you know, the next day it's like, it's, it's just, damn. Yeah,
1: you have to do something with it's it. It's like afterwards. really, really bad.
0: <laughs> so that night, I know that during the day my hair will be, you know, it looks great. Mm-hmm. Um... And then I know that that night I better coil it up or, you know, or, you know, do some, apply some kind of product either. Um, I'm really trying to see what else works in my hair besides, you know, besides the creams, which work well. Um, But, you know, you always have to experiment Mm -hmm. and, you know, try something new and see if that works because as a natural, there's so much experimenting. Oh yeah. I mean, even, Even like you said earlier, even when you were getting, you know, your perms and your weaves and whatnot, there's always, you know, you're always experimenting. All the time. But what I've noticed also is, um, is that you also, you have amazing beautiful hair. And I love it when you have like that, like that Tracy Ross or even (laughs) that Diana Ross look and you come here and your hair is big and beautiful, (laughs) but also I've seen you
1: with protective hairstyles. Yes. Tell me about that. Like what's your, you know. When and why? <laughs> I like. Okay, so my my favorite protective hairstyles will probably be my top two will probably be my um, my big chunky twist that I have in now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're flat twists to the brim of my hair, and it kind of looks like I'm wearing a hat on mm-hmm. my head. <laughs> it looks beautiful. Thank you. But um, this to me is my go-to, especially in the morning. When I don't have any, you know, time to do anything, this is like, mm-hmm. this is what I go to, you know, when time is running out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, on a, on a more uh, creative note, I do like the, um, the Marley Lo- Marley um, twist mm-hmm. and um, extensions. For me, if I if I want to feel like my hair is long, or if I want to go back to the weed days without damaging my hair, I'll I'll put twists in my hair just mm-hmm. for the length to me that it makes me more. I think it's really fun to experiment with. It gives you the length and it takes me back to those days when I had the long weave and, you know, even though I can't do that now, Mm -hmm. it it kind of gives me that same kind of feeling. Right,
0: because I know when you come in with your, with the Marley twist, they're like down your back (laughs) and you, you know, you do the high buns and, you know, you do like various knots on your hair Mm -hmm. and it's like, it's, completely beautiful <laughs> um, and even now with the um, with the twist I mean I know that it's very easy um, you know very easy to twist your hair like the crown um, shape that you have now but it's so it's still at the same time it's very intricate it's very pretty it's very light Thank and fluffy you. <laughs> and you can still see the um, you know the fullness of your hair you still see it it's very obvious. So, I know we talked a little bit about the um, your protective hairstyles. Tell me about, like, describe to me, like, your wash day. My
1: what wash happens? day. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Wash day is all day. <laughs> That's the It is an all day. <laughs> but um, when I wake up, um, I will lightly detangle my hair. Not fully, but mm-hmm. just lightly with my fingers. Um, I'll I'll separate it into four. And each of those four sections, I would take my hands and just make sure it's not completely detangled, Mm -hmm. but that it's, I can see every strand. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I would take some um, Jamaican castor oil. I'll put that um, on my hands and I'll make sure my hands are covered and then I'll go through my scalp with that. Um, After that, I'll take a little bit of conditioner and I will not saturate my hair but I would lightly cover it with just one mm-hmm. coat and I'll let that sit in for let's say about an hour or okay. so.
0: So you definitely sounds like you pre-pool yes. before
1: actually washing. Definitely pre-pool. Okay. I pre-pool. And then um, I'll go take I'll go into the shower and then I would um, I'll let the the water saturate my hair. Mm-hmm. I'll go through it. I'll um, take some more conditioner I always condition first before I shampoo mm-hmm. um, so I'll make sure each of those sections are completely detangled now mm-hmm. and using my icy gloss mm-hmm. I that actually helps a lot with that process the gloss for some reason just it it makes my hair very slippery and at that point is when I go in with my my white tooth comb and then I, I carefully very slowly um, Detangle my hair mm-hmm. fully. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that with the four sections. And then I'll take... Um, my, the shampoo I'm using now is Miss Jessie's. Mm-hmm. The slippery... I forgot what it's called, but... It's like a slippery um, shampoo. Mm-hmm. You only need a little bit. And because at this point my hair is just full of oil and conditioner, mm-hmm. I would um, take the shampoo and go through my scalp with that. Your scalp, mm-hmm. um, uh, After I've done that... For the four sections, I would go in and uh, put a little bit of conditioner um, just to make it a little more. Because after you shampoo, it gets a little hard. Right, because you're removing all of that, all of that moisture. Right, exactly. So I'll go and reapply some conditioner, mm-hmm. and uh, not not fully, just a little bit. And then when I get out of the shower, I'll take my deep conditioner. Whether it be... uh, The one I'm using now is the Shea Moisture. Uh, They have a Jamaican castor oil brand, which I Mm -hmm. I really like, or line that I really like. Okay. And um, I'll leave that in for as long as I can. If I'm home for the whole day, it might be, like, literally the whole day Mm -hmm. until, like, you know, I'm ready to go to bed. And uh, I'll wash that out. If I'm... If I do have the time, I'll blow it out, mm-hmm. like I did for this style, and then I'll wear it, you know, in my protective styles for the for the week. Or I would do my twist in the shower mm-hmm. when I'm rinsing out the deep conditioner, shape, um, deep conditioner. Okay. It's it really depends on my mood too and what I want to do afterwards. If I if I want like a, a real defined twist look, I'll do that. In the shower If not Then I'll just oh, Blow I'm it not out not And sure. and wear Protective style So I'm trying To, to think it.
0: of that term <laughs> um, okay, I'm and I'm But I think I think the term Is called Suspense drying And I, I You know I might be wrong But I think That um, That's the best way To do it I mean Like I mentioned before We can't be You know Sitting under the dryers Like back in the days Yeah I, I know I used to go To the Dominican shop <laughs> And you know It was Jolos And and sit under the dryer, and then get your hair blow dried, and then,
1: um and then sometimes even like flat iron mm-hmm. it. And it's hard to think like, when I was going to the Dominicans, I had a perm already. On top of perming and all that heat, at the time we don't really realize it, but it's so damaging to our hair. Like it's not, it's not healthy at all. And we weren't thinking of that. We just wanted that straight look. We wanted, you know, to walk outside and feel the hair, and uh, the wind in our hair, and, and eventually after doing that for so many years, you, you really don't realize the damage it does.
0: Yeah, because I know, like, I transitioned, I transitioned, and then I cut my hair. And then when I felt confident enough, and I was like, well, I can do this, you know what, I'm just gonna, you know, I, w- I remember going to the beauty parlor and telling my sister-in-law, I'm ready. <laughs> I was like, I'm ready, so you can cut. As much as you want, because mentally, like I'm ready for this. Yes, I'm definitely ready for this. But before that, it was like, you know, I wanted, I I wanted my hair to be a certain length. And I look back at those pictures where, you know, and my hair looks so bad. And I'm like, how did I walk out of the house (laughs) looking like that, for real? And I tell Bob, I'm like, why
1: didn't you stop me? but it's it's something that you really just have to be ready for like knowing and e- same thing with even as a natural you ha- there are points where you you have to cut your hair and you don't realize how beneficial it is until after you do it because Those curls after that cut are not the same curls that they were before the cut. (laughs) I know when I cut
0: my hair the first time, when I was like mentally ready and I told my sister-in-law, go. (laughs) She cut my hair and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, as soon, like right after the wash, I saw like all of my little curls. And I was like, it's so pretty. And I know after, um for my 40th birthday, I was like, I'm going to go even shorter because I've never had short hair before Mm -hmm. I mean I wasn't gonna like like you know razor my back or anything I was like but I always you know cut my hair to a safe length you Mm -hmm. know safe enough to put up in a ponytail just in case I have those bad days or god forbid it rains (laughs) you know I want to be able to brush it back and put it in a ponytail so um, so now I feel like you know what if I'm gonna spend four hours doing my hair during my wash day I rather spend it at home yeah Um, you know, go into my own kitchen cabinet and get all the ingredients I need for my deep conditioner and spend it, you know, with my family. Yeah, you know, I'm walking around with a heat cap (laughs) and, you know, a plastic, a plastic shower cap under my heat cap and just making things happen. It's like, I would never go back
1: to a beauty parlor. No, that's funny you mention that because I feel like as a natural, like doing your own hair is the joy of being natural. Of course, you have times where you don't feel like um, doing it yourself, or you know it's just a daunting process. But to me, those are the times that you get to know your hair the most. You have to, you have to do it yourself. You have to learn, and that's the only way that you'll get to know what your curl pattern is Agreed. and and what products work best with you. No one else can tell you that. They're only seeing you for an hour, two hours, right? You know, of of the month sometimes
0: because I know when I when I do my hair, when I decide okay, this is what I want to do with my hair. It has to work for 5 days. It's just <laughs> not for today. Mm-hmm. My hair can't look good just for one day. Mm-hmm. It has to look good for 5 working days. <laughs> <laughs> it has to look good Monday through Friday. I mean, my coils, I feel like they're my signature look. Mm-hmm. You know, I get them done. I don't have to worry about them. I pick them in the, in the morning, spray a little bit of olive oil, you know, stretch them out, and I'm ready to go. Yeah. Because I know that it's consistent, and I know that a wash and go is not my go-to. This is my go-to, and
1: I had to learn to deal with it and embrace it. I love your go-to, by the way. I think you Thank wear so my coils so Great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Honestly, I don't think I've ever seen anyone with coils as great oh, and perfect as
0: yours. <laughs> I'm blushing, people. I'm <laughs> blushing. But um, tell me, I know something, Um, I know that you went somewhere this past summer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so tell me about Afropunk Because I get excited just, well, you know. so just af- thinking about it. This
1: is my first year at Afro And walking in, I think. The thing that hit me right away was everyone, or I can, um, how should I say, I can identify with these people. There are Afros left and right, and it was just great to just be around people who kind of look like me. That you is know? Fun. you. I mean, the natural hair movement is, is going, and you do see more naturals in the mm-hmm. street, but to have everyone in one field at one time, I thought it was the greatest thing. It was really fun. Um, apart from the music and all, you know, the, that kind of festivities, I think um, my favorite part was the vendors. Because mm-hmm. there were so many people, like, selling natural hair t-shirts. They even had Shea Moist. Love. Love. Yes, we love those. And it's like, we're being recognized now. So for that, you know, it's it's just really good to be around. I thought it was really
0: fun now that you said that we're being recognized i know that um i know that you've seen it i know that i've experienced you know when you're walking down the street and you see another natural and you give each other like the natural girl nod (laughs) like i see you i feel you i know that you know we're on the same playing field here definitely so um i know this morning i was on the bus um just you know when you commute there's certain people that you see you know Um, You know the same the same commuters, and we had a really good conversation in regards to you know coloring her hair, you know permanent as opposed to highlighting with um, highlighting with liquid eyeshadow. You know, trying to get like those blue highlights and those you know. I do see that nowadays.
1: It's beautiful. Oh my gosh, it's so (laughs) cute. It's so cute. Oh, I think experimenting with our hair overall is just easier as a natural because you just have that confidence like mm-hmm. you have to you have to have a certain mind frame when you're going into a natural state and um, I just think that it, get, it catapults you into a, um, a space where you could just you're open to anything right 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 so right Definitely. and the confidence is key is to be nice. able
0: to you know to walk out and know that you do look different mm-hmm. and that you own it yeah Okay, so something amazing happened <laughs> in Afro
1: Punk. Please tell. Well, okay, so Afro Punk was the weekend of my birthday, and it was, it was um, it was fun, and we had these these tickets that were um for a specific spot. They they were VIP tickets, <clears throat> so we're there, and it's really it's really fun. Like everyone is just hanging out, and a photographer reached out to me, and he asked if. He, if I would allow him to take a photo of me, he said that um, they really liked my outfit and Yahoo Style wanted to feature me on on their website. Yahoo Style. Yahoo Style. Wow. And, of course, I said, absolutely. (laughs) So that was was really fun. Um, What did you have on? I had on, so... I was wearing an outfit that is on my website, RightTaste.com. It is a website where people who collect vintage fashion can swap with other women who collect as well. Mm -hmm. So um, this particular day I had a leopard skirt. It was knee length um, with a red lace trim. Really funky. Mm. And my top, I had an Ankara top, which is a... um, It's an African fabric. Okay. Um, Really colorful. Uh, It was bustier-like with um, straps, and it was it was nice. It Mm -hmm. was really, and I didn't wake up thinking like, oh, I need to, you know, show out. It was really just one of my most comfortable outfits. of my collection. Okay.
0: Right, and you figured it's going to be a long day, yes. I want to feel
1: good, I right. want to feel comfortable. So And um the And the, the woman with him interviewed me, asked me a few questions, and um, I was on their website two days later. It was great.
0: <laughs> that is amazing. How about that
1: for a birthday gift? <laughs> it was perfect. Yes, it was great. It was really fun. Um,
0: so you were featured on Yahoo
1: Styles I was I On was. your birthday
0: weekend Yes
1: <laughs> That is
0: And of course, you know, I had my
1: afro out So that kind of, you know, helped Oh, so yeah, so you had the big
0: hair <laughs> And it's uh, funny Wonderful Yeah Outfit it was The makeup Because <laughs> Christine's makeup is always on point
1: <laughs> Thank you It was on I had a um, two day It was my second day of um, curls mm-hmm. It was like a I did a twist out, very big and chunky, maybe like two days earlier. And I always find like days later after my twist out, my hair just looked a little bit better. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I don't
0: do that. I don't <laughs> I know why is it was yeah. second day hair, yeah.
1: My second day hair was really, it, it was doing it that day. So I just wore it out and and that was that. I was I was comfortable with it, so I went.
0: <laughs> that sounds amazing. So. Tell me a little bit about. Um, I know you mentioned it earlier. Earlier about um, RipeTaste.com, your yeah. vintage, your vintage um, website.
1: So RipeTaste right is a <clears throat> members-only um, trading club for women who collect vintage clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, it started out as a regular store online. Um, taking it a little bit back, I used to sell these items on Etsy and um i found that selling it online was not it wasn't fulfilling for me because i would get let's say like a a, a top of itself of for 40 bucks i re- i spent my time and i found like a prized jewel and mm-hmm. the money the monetary value just wasn't adding up like i'd take the money and i'll spend it on dinner or mm-hmm. something but i'd be missing that that one item that i right and was it worth Selling I,
0: the shirt and then... You, n- not yeah.
1: when you really like the items right. that you find. So I, I found that um I wanted to do something different. I wanted to, instead of just selling the items, I wanted to do an exchange. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one out there who collects vintage right. clothing. You know, we go to the thrift shops, we go to the yard sales, and we find those items that are like one of a kind. You know, we wear them, and then after a while, it's like, okay, I wish I had something else, and... I think it's a great idea for women who have the same taste. Mm-hmm. It cuts a lot of the middle time out of you going out and shopping and, and finding rare items, whereas you know you might find that in someone else's closet. Right. So it's, it's really an exchange marketplace online where you can um, just swap other vintage clothing with, with other fashionists. So you have the website, you also have the app? There is no app at the moment, but we do have a meetup group. Now okay. I know it's 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 an it's a new concept to mm-hmm. swap online. So what I what I like to introduce to um to people who aren't very comfortable with that idea is coming to our meetup group. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's we're on meetup dot com slash ripe taste, and you just sign up for you know our next event. You you become a member, and as soon as you know we have details of the next um, swap, we send those out to our members, and we all meet up at, let's say, one of the local New York City bars or New York City um, event spaces, mm-hmm. and we, we meet up and we swap the clothing that we have together in nice. person. Oh, yeah.
0: okay. So I think I think that's a great idea. I mean, you're doing it in person, you actually get to feel the texture of the clothes, right. and you actually meet the person that you're swapping with. So if,
1: is there a subscription fee or a membership fee? If membership is free. Um, you do have to pay to get into the event, mm-hmm. but, uh, it is not, it's, you don't, it's a free membership. You can, right. anyone can sign up. If you have three or more items of vintage clothing, you are more than welcome to, to come to our meetup and, uh, see, maybe you find something really cool. You never know. That's great. And that's at ripetaste.com. Yes. You also
0: have a second site, timelesscurls.com. <laughs> yes. Um, tell me, you know, the story behind that.
1: Well, timelesscurls, um... I really did not expect to do a, a blog or anything related to natural hair, but i just I just found that my instagram i'm a lot of people are are requesting me who have natural hair, mm-hmm. so i you know just I feel like it's my responsibility as someone in the natural hair community to kind of document the stuff that I you know go through as a um, mm-hmm as a natural to share your journey right to share my journey so
0: many can relate
1: so many can relate and uh, you know I just I I needed somewhere to just put those thoughts Mm -hmm. on those thoughts upon and
0: those amazing pictures yes it's your website (laughs) thank you you have pictures (laughs) you know of your of your hair in every state I mean there's pictures there where your hair is just out and you know big and beautiful and it's just stretched you know blown out hair um, so, thank definitely, you. if, you know, definitely stop by and go to TimelessCurls.com and yeah. RightTaste.com. Um, I want to thank you so much for, um, for doing the very first CurlyRisos.com podcast. Um, it was a great time talking to you and getting to know you better. Um, you, you know, Christine is, <laughs> you know, one of my coworkers. So, <laughs> you know, I have the pleasure of seeing her hair, you know, Monday through Friday looking fabulous. Um, also, the pleasure of sitting down with you and our other coworkers just to discuss, you know, some of our highs and lows, and you know, you know what's going on in the, you know, in the natural world.
1: Thanks for having space. me, Liza. This is really fun. Like, I, I feel like, you know, this is something that, you know people could benefit from definitely. Thank you,
0: thank you very much. I also want to give a special, special shout out to the guy who made this happen, <laughs> our engineer and producer, Mr. Ray Archie. <laughs> and you can find out more information about him on MixLove.com. So this is Liza Cruz, and we're just learning to live with our curls with CurlyVisos.com. Thank you for listening, and hopefully you'll hear from me again. <laughs>
1: Slay. Nice. (laughs) That was fun. Yeah. (laughs)